Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. Once again, thanks for all the text messages. We'll get to more of these. If blown up during the break, we'll get to more of our text messages from our listeners after our guest of the day. He's waited patiently. That's our friend from ChiefsBlitz.com. That is Nick Athen, who joins us now on the phone. Good morning, Nick. How are we doing today on a Tuesday? What's up, Ross? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Nick, I want to start with the, the news, um, with the uh, the big news about uh, Nick Bolton uh, going to be gone for six weeks. How much of an impact does that have on the Chiefs defense, in your opinion? Well, thank God they uh, signed Drew Tranquil. So, I mean, I think I think they'll be okay. Um, it does make the linebacker crew a little thin. I mean, that means, uh, you know, Leo Chanel is going to have to step up and play a little bit better. Uh, Willie Gay's, I think, is playing the best best football of his career. Of course, it's a contract year for him. Um, but losing Nick Bolton, I mean, they they listen, they played well without him for the three games he missed with the uh, – and so he's going to miss, you know, they've got the bye week, so he's going to miss at least five games probably. Um, you know, he's a, he's a quick healer. He's young. Uh, the surgery is going to – is going to expedite the healing uh, as a precautionary. They felt that was the best way to go instead of trying to see if it would heal on its own. So uh, just kind of giving a little extra reinforcement. Not sure all the details on the surgery itself. It was my understanding that it was going to happen, I think, at some point today. But losing him is, is big, but I think they can certainly overcome it because right now this Chiefs defense is playing at a rate I I haven't seen since the 69-70 defense. Was this expected, you think, for the Chiefs to play this good on defense this year, or is this just a surprise of, of things just coming together? It's a huge surprise, and it is, it is a, it's, it, it, it's a maturation of what, you know, Steve Spagnola has tried to do, um, you know, over the last couple of years. And, and I think you go back to, you know, midway last season, they played a lot of young players. They played a lot of rookies. And they all made plays in the down the stretch and in the postseason. You know, guys like Brian Cook and Joshua Williams and, and Trent McDuffie and, and George Karloftis. You know, normally you don't get, you know, rookies like that that step up and make plays. And this year, Mike Dan, I mean, I've been riding this guy hard to cut. You know, I didn't think he was any good. He's not really shown much. And he's showing the, the ability to bull rush. He's got a lot of sacks. He's a big reason why this defense is playing well. And with Jerry Sneed, and, and listen, it's just like, you know, you got Chris Jones, you got one of the, the top three defensive players in the NFL on your football team, and you've got all these complimentary pieces, and now you add Charles and many of you into the mix, and all of a sudden, you know, you look at this defense and go, well, you know, if they're going to hold opponents between 16 and 20 points a game, well, the Chiefs offense isn't going to, is, is going to, always going to score more than 20 points in most cases going forward. Um, you know, who's going to beat them the rest of the year? And I'm talking postseason and Super Bowl. So, listen, every team has a chink in the armor, and I thought the Chiefs' defense would be the chink in the armor this year, but they're, they've been the best part of this football team all year. Charles O'Menohue came back here this last week. What an impact will he have going forward, and how big will it be? Oh, it's huge. I, I, thought, he was a, I thought he was their best free agent pickup. It's a guy I was, I was champion during free agency to, to see if they would sign him. Now, they – the Chiefs knew that he was going to be suspended more than likely between four and six games. Obviously, it was six. But they took a chance on him anyway. They had a great interview with him. They had a lot of conversations. They did a lot of due diligence because the Chiefs generally do that before they sign any free agent. 
And, you know, he's just an impactful defender. You look at what he did in San Francisco. You know, he played inside. He played outside. He's a perfect complement to, to Chris Jones because when Chris is inside, he can go outside or you can line the two guys side by side. Um, you know, he can create havoc, and he played great. You know, he had a sack. Uh, he had a tip pass that turned into an interception near the goal line, and, you know, he was a big reason why the Chargers went 0 for 6 in scoring in the last six drives uh, that they had the football. So that's a huge thing to have. It's sad that, you know, we're losing Nick Bolden because I think this defense with Charles and Nick on it is, is even better than it was before. But I'm glad he's with the Chiefs. And, you know, there's also the Frank Clark rumor looming out there as a, as a possible addition in a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, they could add a little bit more depth. But uh, overall, Charles and Menehue's impact is going to be huge uh, for this defense. We're joined by Nick Athen at ChiefsFocus.com. On the offensive Chief side, split. sorry, Chief, sorry, Chief Splits, my sorry, Chief Splits. I'm, I get caught from last time, Nick. I apologize. Uh, uh, ChiefSplits.com on the morning earlier on the morning blitz. When you look at the offensive side of the ball, do you feel like the wide receiver group is rounding into form here after this last week's performance? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you know the addition of McCole Hardman, which at the onset of the move I wasn't too sure about, but based on what I heard about, you know. His, uh, his lack of opportunity in New York, it, it didn't really cost the Chiefs anything. It was a good idea, and obviously it was a great idea because he made two of the bigger plays of the football game on Sunday against the Chargers. But, you know, I think, I think Sky Moore's coming around. He runs good routes. You know, Mahomes needs to trust him a little bit more. Uh, Valdez uh, Scantling, you know, had a big touchdown and another big catch. Kadarius Tony's kind of finding his groove. Rasheed Rice is the star right now. He's, he's the guy to go to behind Travis Kelsey, and that's that's good for Patrick Mahomes. I'd like to see more screens, you know, and things like that. And, and even wide receiver screens, I think would be a good idea. But, you know, I, I think a lot of people were worried about this. You know, I certainly was, but there's so much talent with these receivers. And I think when Watson comes back, that's just going to add another element to the offense. Now, obviously Justin Ross is in a little trouble. We don't really know the extent of, of what went on or what happened. So, We'll probably find that out in a few days. But, you know, I, I, I think Patrick, you know, he's worked with these guys since March in the offseason. He works with them in practice. You know, he's the coach on the field. And it's great to have a veteran like Travis Kelsey, you know, who can work, who can work with these guys too and, and kind of teach them how to run routes and how to sit in positions and, you know, how to expect what Patrick Mahomes is going to do when he's, when he's on the move. So, um, overall, I'm pleased with the wide receivers. They're young. They're talented. It's just going to take time, and we're starting to see a little bit more consistency um, over the last uh, couple of games, you know, in, in, in catching the ball and running the right routes and doing the things they're supposed to do. So I have, uh, I have high hopes for this offense. How surprised were you that the Chargers just let Travis Kelsey run wild uh, in this last week's game? Well, their defense sucks, so that's part of it, number one. Number two is, they played too much zone and, you know, they were, they were kind of shadowing Mahomes a little bit and they backfired and, and Brandon Staley is supposed to be this defensive genius just, you know, got torn apart by Kansas city's offense. And even in the third quarter, <clears throat> you know, when they didn't, the Chiefs didn't score any points, they were still moving the football. And I, I, I think, listen, the chargers have so much talent, offense, defense, especially the defensive line in their secondary but they were just no match, and, and Kelsey just kept finding the spaces, and Patrick Mahomes was 
creating uh, time, uh, moving around the pocket. Uh, he only got sacked once. And, you know, that, that's a lethal combination, and look what it did. Yeah, Kelsey had a big day, but other guys stepped up and had big days in the receiving core too. So, listen, they double-teamed him and triple-teamed him, and, uh, you know, it just didn't work. They did a little bit better job in the third and the fourth quarter on him, but that first half, you know, he was just lights out. And, you know, we say it every week, you know, Ross, we watch these two guys, and how do you not cover him? How do you not cover him? How do you not cover him? They could bracket him with three or four guys, and Mahomes can still find him. And he just knows where the open space is. So when you got a weapon like that, and it can't be stopped, and then all of a sudden it just makes this offense better. You know, as long as Patrick doesn't rely too much on Travis, and there was a couple instances in the game, you know, on Sunday where he he gone elsewhere, he probably would have had bigger plays. But, you know, I, I get it's a safety thing, and he knows that Travis is going to catch the ball if it's close. And obviously, what, 22 of the last 23 pass attempts he's caught. So it's a ridiculous stat, and these two guys are, are on the same page. And, you know, they're playing at an elite level, and, and a lot of defenses just aren't. Nick Athen, once again, of ChiefsBlitz.com, joining us here talking Kansas City Chiefs football. And I actually want to switch away from the Chiefs a little bit. Who is Kansas City's right. biggest threat at this point in time after the first eight weeks of the season? And you've heard me say this before, the biggest threat is the Kansas City Chiefs themselves. <laughs> you know, if they, make, if they, I mean, if they turn the ball over and they make mistakes, you know, games are going to be close. And then, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an above average toss up at that point. So, I mean, still 60, 40 Chiefs are going to win even when they play bad and they make mistakes just because of the Mahomes factor. But I mean, I know Baltimore Ravens are kind of the hot team now because Lamar Jackson finally had a good passing game. His receivers finally caught the ball and didn't have all the multiple drops. Um, but, you know, I'm not sold on him as a, as a leading man in the NFL, as a, as a starting quarterback. He had a great game. The Lions just weren't prepared to play and, and really really showed nothing. And the Lions are my, my Super Bowl pick along with the Chiefs. So they were really, really disappointing um, to me. But, you know, I, I, I listen, Kim Jacksonville is playing a lot better football now. Uh, but their defense, I think, is still a little suspect. Um, you know, the Ravens has mentioned the Bengals, you know, we don't know what they are. The bills are struggling, you know, no one in the AFC West is going to catch them. Nobody in the AFC South is going to catch them. So at this point, unless there's a massive amount of injuries and knock on wood, you know, that hasn't happened yet, then I think you're going to look at this and say, Hey, you know, if the chiefs just play chiefs football, the defense plays well, special teams with Hardman now, you know, are going to be elevated. And then you've got Pac Mahomes in the offense. If there's a downside to this Chiefs team right now, and one area of concern is they're not running the ball great. Um, you know, I love Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, I do not like Edwards, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think he's done. Jarek McKinnon, they always save for the second half of the season. So I, 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 I'll, I would not be shocked if the Chiefs add a running back in the trade market. Um, it would not surprise me whatsoever. I think they need another speed guy, but uh, – the running game has to be better. The offensive line is really good at pass protection, but they're not, they're not playing well um, at creating space for the running backs right now. Nick, before we let you go, uh, you have a big thing coming up on uh, Chiefs Blitz. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, we've got an interview with uh, Christian Okoye. He's got a new book coming out, uh, The Nigerian Nightmare, a perfect title for the guy that has one of the greatest nicknames ever in the National Football League. Um, we spent some time with him Saturday. 
at a book signing and we sat down and we talked about his book and talked about his life in Kansas city. And he, he mentioned a few things that you're going to have to listen for, but that were some things I didn't know. And, uh, you know, he's such a, he's such a unique man, you know, uh, uh, he's such a, a gentle giant and, uh, we were really appreciative of that. So it's going to be up on our website or on a YouTube page, uh, YouTube page at, uh, at Chief split. So, uh, it should be up sometime this afternoon. There you go. You want to check that out. Uh, he is Nick Athen of Chiefs Blitz. Thank you so much, Nick. Appreciate the time. Anytime, Ross. Once Appreciate again, you. great stuff there from uh, Nick Athen of ChiefsBlitz.com. And make sure that you uh, check out this afternoon uh, his conversation with the Nigerian Nightmare, Christian Okoye. Uh, it'll be really good there, so check that out. All right, it's uh, 749 Mountain, 849 Central on a Tuesday morning. We'll take a quick break, come back. We'll wrap up the show with some NFL power rankings, and also we'll get to some more of the thoughts from the text line in the first segment. That's next year on The Morning Blitz.